Due to the graphic nature of this content, listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Donkey Donkey Connection, the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. Okay, as if you heard in the very beginning of the episode, it wasn't, it, the show didn't open with my normal open for this show. It opened with a viewer or listener discretion advised. <sighs> I'm being quiet right now. Can we just get to NXT? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna my do explosion is uh, like we're I'm gonna get to over we're right gonna now. get to NXT. We're gonna get to AEW. We're gonna do our predictions for Evolution. We're gonna get to NXT UK, which was really good, really really good. <laughs> yes, it was. And then we're going to get to the dumpster fire that was Super Showdown 2020. Oof. But we're gonna jump right into NXT first, so we can start off on a good note. Um, show opened um, with. with the- the montage, the montage, like it always does. Which I love that they do the montages yeah, mon- now. Those montages are so good. And <coughs> I mean, typically they're doing it over the Slipknot anthem that they've had for the last couple of months that they use as their entrance song and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it works so well. They, they it, it instead o- of having like a video package to open NXT. Yeah. Now they're doing it solely as recap from last week. Yes. Hey, this is why anything is happening this week. If yes. you missed last week. Obviously, go watch it, but like, here's the basic rundown. Yes, it's awesome. It's so good. It's almost like um, when you're watching like a show, like a, a Dexter or um, uh, <laughs> on the Walking previous Dead, episode of pre- whatever. Exactly, exactly. On the previous episode of Blah, and then it shows scene from the beginning, scene from the middle, big uh, climate scene, and the towards the mid end, end of the show. Yeah. Boom, start of the episode. Yeah. This is what NXT is doing. And NXT is doing this awesome,ly because they have not missed a single week. If you go back and you go back and watch all of these episodes mm-hmm. everyone has just been spot on They've at least all the for the notes. last two months yeah oh yeah yeah definitely it's definitely. been for a while they've been, been yes. doing this uh when they first jumped to usa they didn't do it but then they started really putting it in there yeah. i think it was probably right after the new year it was right after the new year yeah, yeah pretty much um but this episode opened with a bond burner <sighs> what cameron grimes match. dominic dajakovic I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we asked for this match uh, yeah, because th- this is the kind of guy that you want to have in your um, North American title picture. Both and of these guys, all three of these. Well, guys. yeah, all three of these guys. Yeah, when you start talking about the priest, uh, priest coming down, man, the um, archer of infamy. What a match, though. Um, Let's be real. Let's be real. He's a knockoff Marilyn Manson. Ooh, and I think that is why Dijakovic got attacked. Yeah. That's a callback to when This he is said going that. to start a blood feud between these two. Yeah, it is. Yes, yes, it this is. This is going to take Dijak away from that North American title picture because he's going to be feuding with um, Priest. Yes. Which could kind of both them two just like push Grimes into that picture. Well, also there was the two big boys who are... Uh, who fought Bronson later on Reed and Killian Dean. Yes. That was a great match. Yes, it was. Um, but all I can say is, you know, the big thing coming out of this match is Grimes gets a huge victory, albeit with an assist from something that the referees didn't see. And um, obviously they're playing up this injury to Dijak's already surgically repaired knee is what um, Morallo said last night as well. Oh, it's his surgically repaired knee, blah, blah, blah. Um, He was selling it pretty well. Obviously, he had to be helped out of the ring and stuff like that. But there was some some spots in this match. So, speaking of spots, Cameron Grimes' finisher, the cave-in, is... He can hit it from anywhere. Yeah, that's like an RKO. Yeah. Out of nowhere, 
and it looked it, it looks super stiff yeah. and super dangerous. Yeah. Like, if he does not lift after you hit the ground, that's going through your chest, through your throat. Yeah. Yeah. That looks deadly. And that's the thing is Dijak was just trying to beat the 10 count, and as soon as he rolled into the ring, he, he got He it. ate it. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. 100% out of nowhere. And then as Grimes is putting his hat back on and walking back up the ramp, you get all the other medical personnel and the other referees yeah, rushing down, down to help out and stuff like that. And um, Obviously, this ties into later in the night when they go to interview Damian Priest as he's leaving, and he goes, well... I got my sights set on something a little bit bigger than Dijak at this particular moment. Yeah, let's talk about the North American and title. He's talking about Keith Lee and the North American title. So, yeah. um, what a great way to open. And then the very next segment doesn't miss a beat. No. Because Finn Balor finds his way to the ring. And, well, he almost finds his way to the ring. And, well, did he? Yeah. So, yeah, he did get to do yeah, a so, promo. So, his promo was incredible. Basically, saying. All the things he's done in his career. Japan, done it. Mexico, done it. Intercontinental Champion, done it. Universal Champion, done it. NXT, done it. Talk, just rattling off this list of all his accomplishments. And then Imperium's music hits. And Fabian Eichner and, and Bartel come out and they say, Well, there's one thing you haven't done. And that's face the ring general. And we're here to send a message. And they storm down to the ring, and Balor gets a little bit of an advantage, and he's ready to go do that drop kick where he puts the guy through the uh, through the barricade, and Fabian Eichner hits him with a vicious boot, sends him flying, mm-hmm. puts him up against the stairs, smashes him into the stairs. They both go there. They do their little stance, and that's it. Shots have been fired. This is going to be a match. At TakeOver Tampa Bay. It might be a match at TakeOver Tampa Bay. They may long book this all the way. To TakeOver Dublin. Yes. And where Finn Balor is the one to defeat the Ring General and become the next NXT UK men's champion. Yes. I would love that. That would be a phenomenal booking. It would. Because what that does is that would... Again, I've been asking for them to build a faction of these, I, I would like to call them um, the Irish Aces. Okay, you already have the Irish Ace in Jordan Devlin, and he has his belt. You get Bala his belt. Then all of a sudden, somehow, Becky Lynch loses her title. May end up back with the NXT brand for a couple of months. And defeats KLR. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you've got this... Heel, uh, heel Irish stable. Irish faction. Taking is there an week. Irish tag team right now? I don't know. I, I, I haven't followed that closely. Enough. Wait, 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 wait. Are Gallus Irish? No, I think they're Welsh. That's right. The, yeah, are they the Welsh boys? No, what? the Welsh boys were uh, was South Coast subculture. Oh, that's right. Okay. I I'm pretty if, sure well, Joe Coffey and Mark Coffey... Are Irish? Well, I'm not sure. I can look that up. Give me well, a moment. Well, the way I look at it is, get the belts on these guys. And I know I've been watching a little bit of that um, um, ruthless aggression stuff that they've been doing. And you see what happens when you actually get all the Scottish. titles. Okay, once you get all the titles into like a single faction, how you're able to then branch that faction off and splinter it and stuff, and really yeah. get the bloodlines going. Now, are they going to move Becky Lynch? No, that's not going to happen. No. 
But that doesn't mean that there isn't another female Irish talent somewhere on the roster. Like, where's KLR from? Uh, New Zealand. She's from New Zealand? Yeah. Okay. Tony Storm's Australian. Piper Niven is Scottish. So I'm sure um, that I'm yeah, sure, there's definitely there's some Irish. way for them to work this out. But like I said, I'd like to see this true dominant Irish faction, like with a few belts in them. Even if they don't have belts and they're just destroying everybody, you know what I'm saying? Could see Sheamus in that faction. Oh my god! But he's a Scottish psychopath. He's not. That's oh, no, McIntyre. That's, that's right. Sheamus. Sheamus. That's right. He is. He is Irish. Well, yeah, he's got all the ginger and stuff like that. So, um, but great segment. Great way to lead into the possibility, which I think is where they're heading, is getting Ballad a face. Ballad UK, yeah. Oh man, because that's gonna be that's a great direction for him. It is. It is. I mean, him staying within the NXT universe is a great direction <laughs> for him. Yeah. Um. Next um, match was kind of interesting. Um. I liked it. It was a good match. Xia Lee versus Mia Yim. It it was just a little odd because the whole ending segment really threw me off. It a was bit. two faces. And, and now, one of the faces they're in they're in a tournament, if I'm correct, right? Because no. technically isn't there like a tournament going on in order for women to be entered into the ladder match? Is that what's going on? I don't know. All right. I didn't I have not heard anything. No, about William Regal was saying something about a ladder match at NXT Tampa Bay for um the number one contendership for the NXT women's title that's being defended at WrestleMania. So whoever wins a ladder match at NXT Tampa is going we'll to face the, the winner of we'll the face Mania the winner match. of the Mania match. So I, I kind of, I was kind of listening, but I wasn't at the same time because yeah, I was this, helping my kids with homework and stuff. So I don't know if they're doing qualifying matches going into this or not because this felt like a qualifying match, and it felt weird because Zia Lee, who's supposed to be like this super baby face, used a heel distraction to win the match, but then after she used the heel distraction, she was attacked, attacked by no, she attacked the heels to help out the person that she just rolled up using the heel distraction and then was her ass was kicked by the heels. Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. yeah. So it was just it very was convoluted. Like, it was like one plus two equals three, but three doesn't equal two plus one. It was kind of like this weird mathematical like, equation. Yeah, and, and like the face helped the heat or the face used a heel and it was like back and forth. It was like Zia Lee had like two heel face turns. During this match, yeah, it just, she turned heel, yeah. to win the match, and then she turned face again, and then she turned heel, and then she turned face again. Yeah, it was just it was it was very odd, and and the thing what? was, and and the thing was is I actually <laughs> liked the element of Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai interrupting Mia Yim because as Dakota Kai was saying, you that stole my I've, spot. I've dealt with Tegan Knox. I've dealt with Candice LeRae. Yeah. Now you were the one that dealt, took my spot, yeah. and then I took it back. And then, but I still have a bone to pick with yeah, you. Yeah, correct. And then Mia Yim's like yelling at her. She's like, "It wasn't your spot anyway. It was my spot. I earned that spot, yeah. not you." And that's when Zia Lee uh, yeah, rolls Z- her up. And that's where it all got really got really for me. It got really cloudy. Yeah, no, like I'm not going to be surprised if <laughs> in two weeks we don't have Zia Lee and Mia Yim versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. I wouldn't be surprised at that no. at all. No, I wouldn't. It just would. Again, it, it throws me off just the way that the match ended. I would have liked to have rather seen maybe a little bit more of a clean finish or maybe just the heels come down and just stomp the crap out of them too. That that would have been a little bit better for me. So the, yeah. the, the ending was a little convoluted, but albeit for me to say, it was still a good match. Oh, yeah. I definitely enjoyed the match. Zia Lee, it was nice to actually see her on NXT TV. It was nice to see her actually have a little bit of a showcase match. Had her take a dub. Yeah. 
how to get up W. There were some good spots in this match for her where she highlights her kicks and her striking ability. It was really yeah. good. I enjoyed it a lot. Up next, Oof. Champa Theory. This was a great match. This was a really good match. This was a really good match. Now, I'm going to already tell you, tell the fan base, tell everybody, AEW won this week. Oh, yeah. Um, just again, because it's of a, the... It's a go-home show, and just because of the first match of the night. Yeah. That isn't taking anything away from the matches that were on this card. Now, the thing was is... A lot of these were, sh- it seemed like WWE knew what they were going against, so they decided to, hey, let's try to get some of these talents on TV that we don't get on TV enough. Zia Lee, Mia Yim, Austin, Austin Theory, Theory um, the Forgotten Sons, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Let's try to get some of these guys on TV and see what they look like in matches. And it, it almost seemed like uh, anybody out there who's a Tool fan, who listens to Tool, knows that Tool's drama has a tendency of playing on off beats. So he'll play a two count, a three count, a four count, a five count, and then eventually the song syncs back up and everybody's playing on the same notes. That's what this match felt like to me. It felt like there were several points in the match where Tommaso Ciampa was going 90 miles an hour while Theory was going like 85. 85 or 80, and then all of a sudden they, they, they They'd meet up, up somewhere, they resync so up. That, that kind of made me think of something. Have you ever, and be honest with me, have you ever been sitting in traffic at like a stop stoplight and you're taking a left or a right or whatever and you're listening to the tick 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 of your thing My and you're watching and the, the front, front. yes and, and, and it's not sinking and up it's and not sinking up and then it finally does that's what this match that is. is exactly this yes that's people exact- in the comments tell me have you ever done that or are we just psychos no 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 I'm not I'm not crazy not I'm not crazy um, <laughs> you just twitched so uh. This was a really good match. Again, when they were in sync, it seemed like there was parts in the match where there wasn't sync. It but I think like- that's because Austin Theory, with the NXT NXT way of doing things, he still blue. Oh, he's w- wicked. G- not blue. He's green. That's you know what, what I, mean? I meant. He's got a he's got a lot to uh to kind of clean up. <clears throat> but again, still a really good match. Um, he really held his own inside the, uh, inside the ring. Uh, he. Had there was several really good spots. There was some good striking in this match. Um, it was a good showcase for him. Obviously, Champa goes over and is attacked by Johnny Gargano. I'm really liking that uh, Gargano is working heel. Oh yeah, now yeah, because normally we're so used to oh Gargano is this massive baby face and Tommaso Champa is this evil black hearted heel. No, Champa is fighting for a different reason. Because his life was stolen from him because of this bastard, Johnny Gargano. This is a better heel turn than when Gargano was slowly losing his mind when he was facing Aleister Black. Yes. Now, the Aleister Black heel turn was good. This is better. This yeah. is better. Even the stuff when he was doing his interview with Corey Graves on After the Bell, he was still keep he was still turning the heel key a little bit in that. Um, and then I like how he does the slow clap. Instead yeah. of doing like the the champ, the clap, fast champ, he clap. does he does it very slow as champ is just lying on the side of him. Um, this is going to be a great blow off match. This is going to be such a good blow off yeah. match. And I love that he had a DIY shirt in his hand and just threw it at Champa. Yeah, after he wrecked him. Yeah, I thought he was going to do. I thought he was going to do like some kind of like DDT or something on the outside on top of the Tampa sign, but he didn't because he yeah. kept staring at it. So up next, we mentioned this match before. Killian Dane versus Bronson Reed. Big boys. Big man match. Yes. That is exactly what it was. Dude, that 
what I think was it Dane hit him with a with a superplex off the top rope before he ended up hitting the uh, Vader bomb. The Vader bomb. Oh my god! I thought, I thought ring the ring was, was gonna, gonna break. Implode. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be a Brock Lesnar Big Show spot. That is more weight than that spot with Big Show. Yeah. And yeah, but that this was a hell of a match. Both these guys show their 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 ability to go through the ropes and over the ropes and off the top rope and strike and kick and flip and move. So good. So yeah. good. Such good transitions in this match. These are two guys who most certainly are in that North American title picture. Yeah, without without a shadow of a doubt. And the only reason why you won't see the North American title defended in a ladder match is because of these two guys. Because these two guys would gladly jump off of a ladder. Oh, without and, a doubt. And no offense, but whoever decides to take that bump, yeah. God right. bless you. Yeah, yeah. You're dangerous. Just dangerous. Yeah. These are two big boys. Um, Dane goes over, yeah. like we were saying. After he hit, I think it was four. It was con- well, he hit the Vader bomb, but before he hit the Vader bomb, he hit like four consecutive like uh, running sentons. Oh, running sentons, yeah. Oh, man. That takes a lot out of you to just do that. And then it takes a lot out Three of, of them. Bronson, Reed to stay there and just keep taking them and keep taking them. Good yeah. match, though. Good showcase for both of them. Up next, Hated a match, match. Really? Hated this match. Dude, this pisses me off. Why are you trying to turn this Forgotten Son's face? Why are you trying to do that? Yeah. I understand the whole military thing and how they feel disrespected because of what the Grizzled Young Veteran said. As a match, it was really good. As you trying to turn the Forgotten Son's face, what the fuck are you thinking? These guys are heels. That's what they are. Okay? You had them built up as these monster heels this whole time. They were going after everybody months ago. Then all of a sudden, they lose in this tag team tournament. You haven't seen them in three weeks, four weeks. And now they come back and all of a sudden their faces because somebody called us neckbeards and dirty Americans. Okay, What? Come on. Seriously? So. I'm wicked pissed about this. Yeah. So, as a match... Oh, love the match! It was phenomenal. It was so good. There was so many good spots in this. There was the uh, Steve Cutler went for was it Steve Cutler who went for the uh, who went for the moonsault off the top rope ended up being cleaned out at the end of the match. I think Cutler's the one who took the pinfall of this. No, Wesley Blake, right? Um, um yeah, Blake. Blake, yeah. Blake took the Blake took the uh, the took pinfall. The mayhem. Yeah. Um, it was a good match. Don't get me wrong. There but, was so but much the, good stuff. But, but the the movement <sighs> of taking Forgotten Sons, who were top heel in NXT, yeah. even over UE, yeah. and turning them face. Yeah. Because this isn't going to work on the road. Like, like No. Well, actually, I'm not even going to say that because the thing is the Full Sail Faithful have seen, you know, the Forgotten Sons be these heels, and they were chanting for them. So maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't see it. I don't see these guys' faces. <laughs> let, your... me, let me rephrase this. I don't see them as faces for long. If they turn face, I could see them turning heel again very quickly. Dude, their music, their entrance music is, is, is straight heel. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. And what's that leave you with heel tag teams in NXT? Nobody. It doesn't. Well, UE. You have the UE and uh, apparently GYV. So then you're going to balance that with the forgot. No, you should have to have your face tag team basically go through everybody. everybody, And everybody else should be heels. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what it should be at this point. They should have yeah. to go through Forgotten Sons. They should have to go through UE. They should have to go through Grizzled Young Veterans. Shit. Make up another f- uh, heel tag team. Who cares? They should have to go through all these guys. Do you know what I'm saying? It Put just, together Priest and uh, Grimes. Maybe. I mean, who knows? But th- they're busy in a singles push, so yeah. let them stay in their singles yeah. push. Um, It was a good match, though. I mean, GYV is unbelievable. They, yeah. They are unbelievable. On the mic. Like, mm-hmm. just give give him five minutes. He can do more in five minutes than some guys can do in... 20. 20. Yeah. 30. It doesn't matter. He's Oh, my God. So good, GYV. Your main event. Match of the night. Well, match of NXT's night. Uh, No. What was match of the night? The opening match. Cameron Grimes, Dominic Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah. This one, again, was that whole blinker not syncing up thing. They were off a little bit in this match. Yeah. There were certain spots. And then, again, I want to harken back to the finish of this match. Why does Rhea Ripley have to go through her whole entrance where she stomps her foot and everything like that instead of just running to the ring to save Bianca Belair? Because it's Rhea Ripley. But, but, <laughs> but, but it doesn't make sense. If you're out there trying to protect the NXT flag, then you just rush down to the you ring. Just you don't even wait for your, the, music. your music to hit. You, you just, just rush down and the music plays as you're running down. Now, unless that's going to be a way for Bianca Belair to be pissed <laughs> off at Rhea Ripley for not getting to the ring in time. I don't. I don't know. It just it, it it seemed odd that she was standing there at the top of the ramp as Charlotte Flair has had a, a chair, chair wrapped around, around Bianca Blair's leg. Yeah, and actually stomped on it. Like this is what I mean. She actually did the spot. Yeah. So this was a good showcase match for Bianca. Um, it was nice to have her go. I think they went 13, 14 minutes. Yeah, it was it was a little bit long. Um, and she it was long she, for a TV match. And she and she held her own that whole time, man. So good. You didn't see too many of her power moves, though. No. You didn't see her she doing, didn't do her hair whip. She didn't do a hair whip. Uh, she didn't do a gorilla press. No. Um, But she did transition herself out of a lot of holes because she was so powerful that she was able to get out of holes and stuff like that. Um, Obviously, the match ends um when Charlotte Flair hits the uh, natural selection mm-hmm. um, to end the match. And then, obviously, all the post-match stuff. But again, the post-match stuff threw me off because why are you going to do your whole entrance thing like is it because bianca belair is still technically a heel well no that shouldn't matter because three weeks it's ago still nxt versus we are nxt main, you know what i mean you nxt versus you don't go here you don't go here and, and the best part is the crowd was so into that they yeah, kept chanting, they were chanting you don't go here yes and it was let's go charlotte you, est oh yeah yes yep yes yes um it was good though yeah it was good it was a good match um, you could definitely tell that Charlotte kind of outclassed her with, you know, being in the ring. Yes. As Charlotte was a hundred percent the ring veteran of that situation. So Alright. <sighs> Moving on AEW. to all elite wrestling. Oh my god. The show opened. Alright, we don't have the to The show talk- opened with the main freaking event. No shit. No shit. A thirty minute Iron Man match between the bastard Pac. And Kenny, Kenny fucking Omega. And guess what? It went into overtime. Yeah. That was so good. Oh 30 my minute God. time limit, my ass. Yeah. Because they were tied, what? 1 1? 1 to 1. So good. Because Pac got uh, disqualified, yeah, which gave he, Omega his one But then his he one took dub. the disqualification and got a pinfall out of it. Yeah. Because he hit the uh, the broken arrow. Yeah. Oh, man. That's or the, a, the black arrow. The black arrow. Whatever it is. It's such a good finish. I love that coming and off then, the top rope. And then after that, he held. 
he held Omega in some oh some his, hold for his, his um his um submission. Yeah, he had the rings that, of Saturn. The rings of Saturn for like four minutes. Yeah, and time ran out. He still held it. The Bucks had to come out and break it up. Well, and pa- then Pac attacked the referee. He was all pissed yeah. off. He's like. What are you talking about? This match, no, I won this match. Let's go. I won this match. Raise my hand. He's like, no, it's tied 1-1. He didn't tap out. What do you want me to say? So then another referee comes down. It was, um, uh, what's her face? Oh, my God. Why am I blanking on her name? Aubrey. Yeah. So she comes down. You get the ripcord. Uh, the, the ripcord V-trigger. V-trigger. And, and then, then uh, one-winged angel. Yeah. Match over. And one, two, three. Omega hit all of his finishers in, like, um, 45 sec- seconds. 15 seconds, dude. 15 seconds. It was over. Gets the pin. Yep. Exactly how it should end. Yes. Because this, I don't believe, is continuing into... No. This isn't happening in Revolution. No, because... Because of the tag championships. Well, not even just that. Pac has an opponent for Revolution. Because as he was leaving the ring, Orange Cassidy was coming down. And he attacked Orange Cassidy. <sighs> So we actually get getting, an Orange Cassidy match? You're getting Orange Cassidy versus Pac at Revolution. Oh, Pac is winning this match, but Orange Cassidy is going to get his spots. It is crazy because so what happened was is they're doing an interview on the ramp. And you could see how pissed Pac was. And you're like, oh my God, he's going to rip Tony Schiavone's head off. And then all of a sudden, Orange Cassidy just starts strolling out with his hands in his pockets. And Pac turns to him and goes... <clears throat> You know what? Boom. And that was it. And I guess later on in the night, it was announced that they were going to have their match. It was uh, after uh, the uh, the Best Friends match. Right? Yeah. Yeah, after the Best Friends match, they announced it. What a way to open, though. Oh, my God. So crazy. Your next six-man tag match, yeah. which we had a lot of tag matches tonight. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not against it. No, neither am I. Inner Circle of Sammy Guevara and LAX against Jurassic Express. This match was incredible. Yes. And the right team went over. Yep. Yep. I have no problem. Jurassic Express. I have no problem. I just want to see these guys getting a win, though. Like, the inner circle needs to get a win. At some point, they need to get a win. That isn't from Jericho. Nobody else is winning in this. They're not getting a dub from Jericho this at Revolution. They shouldn't get a dub. We'll talk about our predictions in a minute. Yeah, but. but. (sighs) This was a good match. And it was funny, too, because it was one point in which. Um, Jungle Boy um, hit a move, and then it was either Jungle Boy hit a move, and then um, Luchasaurus hit a move, or it was the other way around. And then Mako Stunt went to go do the same move, and it looked like he ran into a brick wall. Yeah. Because he can't do anything because he's no. so tiny. Yeah. Oh, God. He's, he's a little man. Yeah. And then um, the, uh, did he take. Jungle Boy. Who took uh, the pinfall? On took this? the pin okay. on Sammy Guevara. Okay. He pinned Sammy Guevara because of a momentary distraction by Darby Allen. Who is Sammy Guevara's opponent at Revolution? At Revolution. Yes, that's going to be a good match. That's going to be a very good match. That's going to be a very good match. Um, your next match, another six-man tag. Now match. I'm trying to remember. Before this match, was the Dark Water segment that happened? Was it before this or after um, this? I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. All right. All I know is they did a Dark Water segment, and they really threw a barb that Matt Hardy may be part of the Dark Order. I didn't catch it. Yeah. They they said um they used one of uh, Matt Hardy's uh words that he likes to use is it uh premonition no no not premonition um stu- stupendous stupendous yeah they used I think they used the word stupendous when they were cutting their promo as like a straight 
thing to Matt Hardy. And then on top Who of knows? it, Matt Hardy's last video was called Dear Dr. RKO. And if you shuffle all those letters around, it spells Doc Order. Ooh. So just, you know, throwing it kind of out there. Matt Hardy is a very smart guy yeah, when it comes to building his characters. Yeah, he and is. And if this is kind of what's happening, I mean, we said this a couple of weeks ago. Maybe he's the guy behind it all in the dark water. Maybe he's the leader. Possibly. I mean, we didn't talk about it, but um, Raven was in the crowd last week. Oh, wow. Raven was in the crowd last week, so maybe that was like their fallback in case something isn't happening with Hardy. But then you have this whole thing that happens this week with the the stupendous and his video online about Dear Dr. RKO. So let's, let's just see what's happening because personally, I don't want to see Matt Hardy leave WWE to go to AEW. I want him to stay in WWE. I think it's perfect the way it is. Bring I want his, him to retire in WWE. Yeah, I don't want him to go to AEW because the second he goes to AEW and he does anything with AEW, Vince McMahon will not allow him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they won't put the Hardy boys into the Hall of Fame. Exactly. And, and it'll be a disgrace. It yeah. will. Because you have the other two. Dustin teal- Rhodes and Cody Rhodes won't be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, God. If Goldust ever gets in the Hall of Fame, it's going to be because Vince McMahon has died and Triple H is the one putting him in the Hall of Fame. I think 100% that'll happen. Well, the, uh, well no. Once Vince Hunter is in charge. Vince McMahon's going to outlive everybody. The guy sleeps two hours a night. Yeah. He's a robot. He's not even human. Like, he's the, T1, he's the T-800. He's like, oh, it's watching it. He can peel his skin off, and all of a sudden he's got the robotic arm and stuff like that. Vince McMahon, yeah. the real Vince McMahon died years, years, years ago. They just keep rebuilding these new guys. Yeah. So, um, next match though was another tag match, which was again, I mean, yeah, tag, the tag uh, team Butcher division. and Blade against Best Friends. Yes. Uh, joined by Orange Cassidy and Butcher and Blade were joined by Allie. Um, which tangent? Do you see who's cleared? No, I didn't. Rosemary. Really? Yeah. Okay. Bunny's best friend. Oh boy. The demon. This will be fun. Imagine the demon ro or yeah, it's the demon Rosemary, the demon and the bunny. Oh man! Find their way to NX or to AEW and join forces in the women's division. Oh man! Holy shit! Especially with the way the women's division's been these last couple of weeks. Oh my god! The four way match and this this week yeah. was really good. Um, th- this match was good. Um. But to me, it wasn't even the match. There was a spot between Cassidy and Bunny in which they were in the ring together and the Bunny took Cassidy's glasses off and put them on her face. And then she went to go kick him and he like blocked it or whatever. And then he took her Bunny ears off and put them on his head. And it was just like this great comedy sketch. The match itself was okay. It's just because it's Cassidy. Yes, and it worked so well. And then after this match is when we get the news about Pac facing Cassidy at Revolution, yeah. which that's going to be, it, it's just going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun because it should be a five minute match and Pac should go over and, you know, Cassidy should hit one of, should hit one of his moves and that's pretty much it because, yeah. well, the, a, according to the rest of the best friends is he's going to take <laughs> this match seriously and Cassidy's kind of just standing there with his hands in his pocket like, okay. Because that's who Cassidy is. No, I know. I know. It's just. Again, his character is so well built. Speaking of the women's match, Big Swole versus Hikaru Shida versus Shanna versus Yuka Sakazaki. Really good match. Holy God. Yeah. This was such a good match. Yes. And Shida went over. Yeah. Important um, win. Very, impo- very important win for her. Yeah, very important win for her. And it also helps her get a rub towards getting towards Nyla Rose. Yes. It kind of puts her in Nyla Rose's uh, crosshairs. crosshairs. Yes. And your main event segment 
the weigh-in, a weigh-in between Moxley and Jericho. So this gives it a real a real fight feel when you do something like this, like a weigh-in, like you do Which, at UFC. That's what AE do, AEW is doing. Well, they've promised to have a real fight feel, and they haven't had the real fight feel. This gives you a real fight feel. You know what I mean? I know they talk about records and stuff like that, but a, a real fight feel doesn't involve not selling moves. Doesn't involve flippy doodahs. Every thirteen seconds, you know what I mean. If you want a real fight feel, but you that's have to... your that's your tag division. No, I understand that's your tag division. But what I'm saying is, is these two guys give you a real fight feel. They give you like it's an actual sports competition, not sports entertainment. And just based on this weigh in, it was all the entertainment you needed. Yeah, just put these guys in Le the ring. Champion got busted open. Yeah, uh, dude, this is gonna be such a good match. This is gonna be such a good match. I and then wait. and then it it just ended up being a brawl between Moxley and Moxley and Co. and the Inner Circle. Yeah. Now, and when you say Co., who else was with him? Uh, Darby Allen, and I think I think it was just um, Jericho, Hager, and Guevara. Guevara. And then Moxley and Allen, because Allen got into it with Ga- uh, Guevara. With Guevara, yeah. Um, and then Moxley and Jericho went back and forth at it. Yeah, I can't wait. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. It's going to be a good paper. What happened at the end of this segment, though, got me nervous. Moxley came out strong. Moxley put Le Champion Jericho into the scale with a paradigm shift. Okay. So he came out on top. Let's get to let's get to revolution. Let's get to, let's get to our revolution predictions. So this way that we can uh, we can actually uh, yeah go over. So we're gonna each go match. as we did uh, with what's it called um, uh, Super Showdown. We're gonna go from boo. bottom to top. Okay. Uh, on listing on CBS Sports, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara. Allen. Darby Allen goes over. Yeah. Um, he needs to. Um, he went all uh, out injured after taking the skateboard to the throat. He needs a one-up on Sammy Guevara. Yes. Fortunately, another loss for Guevara. Mm-hmm. Dustin Rhodes versus Jake Hager. Hager. Jake Hager. This is going to be one of the matches in which the inner circle needs to get a W. Yeah. Nyla Rose, champion, versus Chris Statlander. Rose retains. No. I, I, I'd i like to see Statlander. I'd like to see Statlander with She's the She's still a little bit green. too green right now. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. My opinion: What's going to be match of the night? Cody versus Maxwell Jacob Friedman. That will be match of the night because it has the most story elements built into it. And you know who wins? J- Mac- MJF. Yeah. MJF has to win. He has to continue this heel run that he's on. Yeah. It makes him more dangerous when he continues this heel run. Yep. Tag titles: Omega and Page against the Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks win. And it's going to be because of some of the stuff that because we were talking about. Because of discord, uh, discontin- uh, discoordination, yep. uh, non-coordinating between uh, Omega and Paige. Yes. And Omega is going to turn on Paige at the end of the match, join the Bucks as a heel. Yeah. Main event. Jericho Moxley. <sighs> I want Moxley... To win this belt, John Moxley wins the. He belt. has to win the belt. You have to get the belt off Jericho because the only way to get the belt off Jericho to get it onto other people is by Moxley having it, and because Moxley's kind of a lone gun in this whole thing, everybody's gonna go after him. Heels gonna go after him. Faces gonna go after him. Um, it kind of doesn't book you into a corner. It allows you to be f- 
almost fluid with your booking because he can basically face anybody. He doesn't care who he's facing. He can be cheered by the crowd. He can be booed <coughs> by the crowd. It doesn't affect him. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. All right. Our next segment we're going to be going over is WWE NXT UK. UK. So good. And oh, man. another win by the GYV. Yes, they beat the they, they are getting such a rub right now. Yes. Yes, they are. Ever since their their final match against uh, Riddle and Dunn, they have been getting so much prowess. That's like we were talking, getting a rub and a loss. Yeah. They got a rub and a loss, and now they're getting rubs and wins. Yes. Against massive teams. Yes. Forgotten Sons, The Hunt. They're probably going to be the next champions. They'll be a two-time champ. Yeah, they'll be the first two-time champs in NXT. Yeah, they'll beat Coffee. Yeah, UK. I'm sorry. Yeah. NXT UK. They'll beat... Uh, UE won the... Tag They'll be Gallus. Yeah, they should be Gallus. Even though they um the last time they faced off they didn't, but they should. You're right. Yeah. But um they hit the uh ticket to Mayhem to win. Yeah. On I think it was Primate. I think it was Primate. Okay. Uh Jack Stars versus Cassius Ono. This is again this Stars is what... got zero offense in this match. Yeah. Ono just ran this match and won with Cassius Clutch. Yeah. Which that's how you build Cassius Ono as still a credible yeah. heel. So this way, when he does face somebody else or refaces <laughs> Star, there isn't a there's the rub being given because Star finally, oh, I learned from my mistakes, blah blah blah. Yeah. So it's it's a good way to keep Ono relevant in UK, and it's a good way to help him build off another star. Yeah. So no pun um, intended. Yeah. Next, uh, next match: A Kid versus the Brian Kendrick. A Kid gets the dub here. Yep. Um, this kind of was built with a backstage segment uh, where A-Kid just had his first match on NXT. He went to the back and was talking to all these wrestlers and saw Brian Kendrick and says, hey, I have so much admiration for you. You're a legend of the game and all this such. And Brian Kendrick just throws it back in his face. Yeah, he kinda so this did. sets up this match. Um, and Kendrick had that, the captain's hook on him. He slipped out of it, did an uh, over-the-top rope DDT, like a thunderous DDT. Yeah, yeah. Picks up the dub. Big, it's a big win. It is an important win. And your main event, KLR. I cannot believe versus Tony, Tony Storm, Storm quit. I cannot believe she uttered the words "I quit." I'll be honest with you right now. I feel like she would have rather pass out than said "I quit." Yeah, because um, I'm trying to. Why am I blanking on their names? Um, all the the people in the back, Sid Scala. Yeah, was pleading with her. Stop! Yeah, telling KLR to stop. Please stop. Um, Johnny Saint comes out, begs for Kaylee Ray to stop. Yeah, and then she does that uh, second rope jump onto the chair that's around Storm's neck. Yeah, Niven runs down and pleads, stop. Yep, stop and pleads with uh, Storm. Say I quit. You can't be. Con- you can't continue doing yeah. this. KLR gets to the top rope. Storm has to quit. Yeah. Because otherwise, that would have killed her. Yeah, yeah. Well, killed her character. Yeah, she'd have been off TV for yeah three months. Yeah, it's just it 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 killed everything inside of Tony Storm to utter those words because of how Tony important. Storm is not going to be the same. Oh no, no, she's she's she'll be broken. She she she's gonna she'll she's gonna find her to... way to NXT main as a heel. I think so. I think so. I think I think that's a good fit for her. And you know who she faces after Mania? Tegan Knox. Who? Rhea Ripley. 
Oh, come on. She's not going to. No. No. Dude, Storm and Ripley put on some of the greatest they matches. They do, but no. Don't. Don't. We just had it. We just had care. We just had it. I don't care. No. We just, we just had, had Gargano Champa. Okay. But th- but we haven't had it. You have to think about this. Champa was gone for a year. We haven't had it. Oh, yeah. I forgot it was that long ago. Yeah. Dude, it feels like it's just yesterday. I know. Well, that's because NXT just always flows. It always works well. Again, this week was the the directional kind of being off a little bit, but yeah. they always flow very well. And um, I'm excited to see what happens with the Tony Storm character. I really am. Yeah. I know what you're not excited to do. Come on. We, don't we have, have to do it. I know we do. All right. Yeah. WWE Super Showdown 2020. Fuck Show 2020 is what this was. Okay. As I warned you at the beginning of this episode, I'm about to go off. We're both about to go off. Um. Hi, Brian. Starting off on the pre-show. Forget the pre-show. I don't even. You care don't want to go over Raiders no. versus Luke, uh, no, Gallows and no, Anderson. No, I don't care. The greatest tag team in the world defended their title. They they keep their trophy. It's a match they just had to throw on the card for whatever reason. I I, I don't quite understand it, but yes. Um. So they put they, they put it on the pre-show, and these are four phenomenal talents that just don't get enough airtime because there's so much other talent. And it, it made no sense to me. I mean, yeah, it's good to have them on TV, but the Viking Raiders just took another loss. They went. They were the undefeated tag team champions. What three months ago? A team that a team that never lost their belts in NXT. They just relinquished them to a team that basically never lost any matches on Raw. And ever since they've lost to the Messiah and his apostles, they can't get a win, even against these guys. Even yeah. though the Good Brothers are undefeated in Saudi Arabia, but whatever. I, I just didn't understand it. The Tawake Trophy Gauntlet match. Okay, so we. WWE screwed us because we got this match right, but then we were also right because we knew it was going to build to Undertaker versus AJ. AJ Styles. I liked the match. It was so, good. you were saying that AJ was going to run the table, but no. Fucking our truth ran the table. I know. What and is, I loved it. I don't get it. I loved it. I do love it. It's great for him. You know what I mean? And then they do, um, just so everybody's aware, um, when you watch the live stream of the mat, of the pay-per-view, right after the pay-per-view ended, they actually did a, um, a, tw- uh, a R-Truth 24, 24. F- with R-Truth. So it was actually kind of nice that they that they let him let him have perform. this big spotlight in, in Jeddah, which was really awesome. Oh, no, it wasn't Jeddah this time. It was... Uh, it wasn't... Uh, Riyadh? Riyadh. That's Riyadh, Saudi yeah. Arabia. So it was... It was uh, so... It was nice. Final pinfall. AJ Styles uh, taps Truth out with the calf crusher. And then Ray's music hits. Not once, but twice. And he doesn't come out. He doesn't come out. And the camera's cut to the back, showing Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows attacking... Um, Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. And then the camera's cut back to AJ, talking to the ref like, Hey, you gonna count him out? You gonna count me to the champion? Win? You gonna count me to win this match? And he starts counting. Cameras cut to the back again. And it is Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows laid out. And all you can see are some boots and the bottom of a trench coat. Yep. And then... The music hits. Undertaker. His music hits. And he got paid so much money to be there. I loved it. I loved it. The, 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 the fanboy... He came out. Chokeslam. AJ. Cross arms. Tongue out. Eyes back, one, two, three. Your to wake trophy winner is, is the Undertaker. Undertaker, which I like. I like it because now this was 
like one of three things that I liked from this yeah, show. This, this was one of the few highlights. Um, it's nice because now AJ can come out and he can complain about how he should have a trophy like the Good Brothers and all this other stuff. Basically, call he's going to say that Taker screwed me out of this. Yeah, take a take a take a stole what was rightfully mine. Yeah, it, it'll build to a good Mania match. I'm in, I'm I'm very excited to see um an actual Taker match at Mania with AJ, but. Please, just let this be the last one. Taker just needs to kind of move on. If he's not going to move on, they need to find what star, young star, they're going to give the rub to. Because they haven't fi- figured it out yet. Because after after the fucking main event, clearly they haven't fucking figured it out yet. Yeah, no. Clearly. So, second match of the night. They got this right. SmackDown Tag Team Championship Yes, match. yes, yes. Miz you, and Morrison versus New Day. You called this... Um, I will tell you something right now. The free fall that Kofi Kingston did when he jumped over the top rope and all the di- all the Miz did was move out of the way and Kofi ate the entire floor with no brace from anybody. Oh, my God. How Kofi ever even got up to finish the match blows my mind. Yeah. Blew my mind. And he's the one who took the pinfall, too. Mm-hmm. He's the one who took the chair shot to the, um, to the stomach. The Miz rolled him up, held the tights. One, two, three. You have new tag team champions. Um, was a good match. These four guys know how to put on a good match. Period. They do. Yeah. They do. It was unbelievable. Um, <coughs> the spot of the match though was Kofi going over the top rope, and he did this. Um, what do they call it? Uh, safety. When you when you're standing there and someone trust fall. Trust fall. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a trust fall. And yep, <clears throat> Miz didn't catch him. Yeah, he ate the floor. It was so bad. It yeah. was like, oh my god. Your next match, I don't think, was announced. Yeah, it was. Angel no, Garza. Garza versus Carrillo? Yeah, it was announced. Okay. It was announced. Um, this was a good match. Um, yeah. The thing was, it was the exact same match you had on Monday Night Raw the other day. So um, for that, it hurts the match quite a bit because they, they finished the exact same way. That Snooze. The exchanging of the roll-ups and then all of a sudden Garza gets um, gets him pinned to the mat. One, two, three on a roll-up. Match over. You know what I mean? So yeah. it is what it is. Up next... The Prophets versus the Messiah, and this is Disciple. Yes. Um, good match. Very good match. Very good match. This was the one match that I caught a good bit of. Um, I caught little bits of every other match. There was a spot in this match where Montez Ford j- jumped over the top rope, got caught by Murphy and Seth Rollins, got powerbombed into the, <coughs> the, the barrier around the ring, and then Dawkins Dove off the apron and took out Murphy. Yeah, Just such a good spot. Like again, these are four guys, unbelievable. And, and this the match, match ended the same way that the champs won their belts. Yes, which is curb stomp to the big man. Subsequently, being pinned by Murphy. Yeah, and Murphy getting the credit for the pinfall, even though it's Rollins who's the Messiah feeding his disciples. Correct. And the thing was, all. Uh, even Murphy, after when they were going up the ramp and stuff, wow, you told us. You told us we were going to win this match. Wow, oh my God, yeah. we. I'll follow you anywhere. And even Corey Graves on commentary was saying basically the same thing. He's like, I'll follow him anywhere. I'll blindly follow the Messiah. He knows what he's doing, blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, I, I'm, I'm enjoying this character. I think it is the right move. Keep the belts on him for a little longer. What's a little longer? I don't know, maybe to Mania, maybe after Mania. Who knows? I think they might drop it to Mania. Okay. Up next was a match not announced during predictions. Sorry. We were in Saudi Arabia. We had to have a Mansoor match. Okay. 
Monsoor defeated Dolph Ziggler. Whoop de doo. Yeah. That's that's the match. Yeah. Now, did you notice during the entrance of Dolph Ziggler, while he was coming down, it started to glitch? Yeah. Have you been noticing yeah. that NXT on, 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 on SmackDown, SmackDown it's yes. been glitching? Yes. There's talk that it could be WWE's newest signee. Yes. From TNA, Killer Cross. Yes. Yes. There's also rumor that glitching and the theme song of a former wrestler started with glitching. And he just found his way back to a WWE almost related program. And it could be punk. I highly doubt it's punk because it's like glitchy visually thing. I have I highly doubt it's Kill Cross. I said it could be a heel Mustafa Ali. I think it's either a heel Mustafa Ali or it's a hard after what happened in the main event, it is a truly hard reset in the Five Five Funhouse. Maybe going through some major, major trouble. But the the glitching started before. Yeah, because there was a sense of something going on in the funhouse. There was an actual fear. Okay, I'm gonna book why the the the. the I'm gonna. T- I told you via text message. I had a theory. Hold on. Let's wait till the okay to the main event. Okay, and then you can say your theory. Okay. Because I have a theory as to why who won. Okay. Yeah, so do I. So do I. Okay. WWE title match. Lesnar Ricochet. Lesnar squashes Ricochet. Yep. Rightly so. That's it. Needed to happen. Had to. Yeah. Because Ricochet wasn't taking the title off of him, period. No. Reigns Corbin. Good Steel match. Cage match. I this was a good it. match. And, and it, I like how it ended with the, it's over. the chains. It, yes. It's over. Yes. It's over. Yes, it's over. It, it's over. Thank it has you. to be. Has to be. If if they do anything with these two at SmackDown in Boston tomorrow, I live in Massachusetts. I will drive. <laughs> I don't have tickets. I, I'm supposed to be at a daddy-daughter dance. Okay? If I get a call that they're doing something stupid at SmackDown, I'm going to take my daughter with me. We're going to drive up to the TD Garden. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a ticket, get in there, and I'm going to throw dog food. <laughs> I'm going to bring dog food and throw it. That's it. They can't. This is over. This is this is over. You cannot. He's lost the last two pay-per-views. The commentary teams were calling it. They were saying that this is over. It's it's done between these two. It has They're to moving be. on. Think about it. He won at Royal Rumble. Yeah. He then tied him, or handcuffed him to a ring, and poured dog food on him. He wins in Jetta. It, it has to be over. Period. It's done. I'm all set with it. Yeah. SmackDown Women's Championship: Bailey versus Naomi. Dude, Bailey cut such a good promo at the beginning of this uh, pay per view where she's talking about how, yeah, I know, I'm doing something great again. Of course, what is everybody now starting to pay attention? I've been the longest reigning women's champion in SmackDown history. I, uh, uh I'm a flag bearer of this women's division. Obviously. That everybody should be paying attention to me. I'm one of the best women's wrestlers of all time. I'm the greatest SmackDown Women's Champion of all time. This is her way to call out Sasha Banks, basically, is what it is. Yeah. This is how they're going to slow build to Sasha Banks at WrestleMania versus Bailey, a face Banks versus a heel Bailey. They're finally going to revo- re- reverse the roles. Even though Banks works so much better as a heel, they're going to find a way to make this work. Yeah, because... Bailey is such a strong heel. She's so good as a heel. You'll never turn her face ever again. You no, cannot. No. She works so well this way. Yeah. That short black hair, 
getting rid of her Bailey buddies. It's so good. <laughs> All right. You ready for this? <laughs> yep, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Your main event. Well, at least we called it was a quick match. The Fiend Bray Wyatt loses his Universal Championship to Goldberg. Yep. Three minutes. It was a quick match. We were right about that. The Fiend got no fucking offense in. None. This should have been... He had Mandible Claw on for maybe 15 seconds. Yeah. 20 seconds. Yeah. But this, this was it spe- was... F- this was Spear, 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 five spears. Spear, 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 Jackhammer, over. And Goldberg almost didn't get him up. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. He was struggling to get him up. Because Fiend's a heavy man. I know he is, but Bray's I'm just... A big man. I, I'm just saying. Yeah. That, 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 that's tough. All right. What's your theory? Okay, so the glitches, okay, these glitches. What happened was is the Fiend actually sensed true fear from Goldberg. This was the first time that the Fiend has been afraid of somebody, okay? Okay. So what happens is the Fi-Fi Funhouse has actually been feeling the after effects of this fear. That's why you're not seeing as many of the characters around anymore because they're actually cowering. They're not... Yeah, you haven't seen Mercy. You, you haven't, haven't seen, seen Mercy. Rambling. You haven't seen Ramble. You haven't, you seen, haven't Abby. seen Abby. You haven't seen. Um, you saw Huskis. Huskis. Yeah. You saw him one time, but see, Huskis was the weakest of the group, and he's the only one who's been hanging around. So, by the weakest member of the group hanging around, what ends up happening is that is the that is the essence that the fiend is feeding off of. Yeah. So what happens is now he has to kill Huskis. Huskis has to go. There can't be no more Huskis pig. So what happens now? The Firefly Funhouse all of a sudden is going through a a transformation. And, and of the some Firefly, sort. F- the Fireflies, have always been scared of the Fiend. Yes, but they've loved Bray. Yes. So could it be now that the Fiend is going to face Man Wyatt? It's a possibility. And we have a new person playing the Fiend character. It's a possibility. That's that's why you're seeing these glitches. The fiend is the fiend is leaving. It's like there's a glitch in the matrix. The f- almost the fiend is leaving Wyatt. Yeah, Wyatt will now be Wyatt at this point. Okay, that's how you have to book this going forward. The fiend is the fiend. Bray Wyatt is dead at this but point. But now there's because the you, fiend because what happened and Bray Wyatt because they're two separate entities. Because now. what happened was at the end of that match you saw the fiend standing behind Goldberg. And did you see the way Goldberg shouted out to Matt Riddle? No. Oh, come on, you missed it? Yeah. Dude, he put the belt in his mouth and bit down on it when he went on the top rope like Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle. Ooh. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. And when he was doing that, the fiend was behind him and he was like stamping and stuff like that. Like he was losing like he was losing all of his you know control. control and then all of a sudden blackness and he was gone i think we're going to see more of bray wyatt than we are the fiend yeah and then what i think is i think goldberg actually retains the title at wrestlemania so this is where i disagree cuz who's he going to lose it to because this, this is my theory. Because this is my theory. Right, let me finish though. Because you pinned you put yourself in a tough spot by having the fiend be so ultra powerful for so long. You really put him in a tough spot. Yeah. You booked yourself into a corner because there really was nobody on your roster who could take down the fiend. No. You were booking it so this way that Undertaker was facing Styles. Yeah. 
Okay, so who could take down the fiend? Well, you don't want to put Lesnar against that because Lesnar can't afford the loss and the fiend can't afford the loss. So you bring in a part timer. You bring in Goldberg. Yeah. What 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 does it hurt wrestling and what does it hurt the WWE to book Goldberg until SummerSlam? How does it hurt them? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. If anything, if anything, the Fiend goes out at WrestleMania and tries and tries to win this match again and then finally breaks. He doesn't win the match. So I don't think the Fiend is in the Universal Championship match at Mania. Okay. Sorry. Because where is Boston tomorrow night? Sma- or where is Smackdown, SmackDown Boston. tomorrow night? Yeah. Who is coming out tomorrow John night? John Cena. Who is going to challenge Goldberg at Mania? John Cena. Really? This, I'm going to give all credit to Matt okay. for this. Okay. He says that John Cena is going to call out Goldberg for a match at WrestleMania, and John Cena is going to win the Universal Championship at WrestleMania and defeat uh, uh, Ric Flair's record. He's going to break Ric Flair's record at WrestleMania 36 and become a 17-time world champion. Wow. And then he will drop the belt in Boston at SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Wow. Okay. To... Man, Bray Wyatt. Okay. And Bray Wyatt will finally get his win back over John Cena. That's good booking. That's really good booking. It really is. I mean, it still pisses me off the way they fucking did this. Well, tr- dude, this I am. Stupid. I am not happy whatsoever that The Fiend has lost this belt. No. We have been booking for months the Fiend is going to hold this belt for three years. We've been saying that it's going to be years. It's someone not even in the company that was going to dethrone him. Well, actually, it wasn't somebody in the company. No, it wasn't. It was a part-timer. It was Bill Goldberg. At, le- at least we got that part right. You know what I mean? At least we got that right. But, I mean, this was just... It was stupid. That's an understatement, but it was stupid. It is, it, it is stupid unless what you're saying is true. I mean, I, 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 I think going into Mania, what I'm saying is true, that Cena's gonna face Goldberg at Mania and win. Yeah, but then it makes sense. But what happens after that? That's what I'd like to see: is Man Bray get his win back over Cena and win that belt back again? Is it gonna happen? Who knows? Someone could come up from NXT between now and SummerSlam and skyrocket to the main event series, uh, main event picture. So. Here's the one thing that throws this really off for me. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about it right now. Is everybody talks so much about how Brock Lesnar is a part-timer holding a belt. Obviously, we have a very short window here. We're only going six weeks until Mania. Yeah. It's about six weeks until Mania. So that's not too bad. Goldberg can make his appearances every Friday night. I'm sure sure he has no problem doing that. But then you're going to take the belt. You're going to transition from a part-timer to a part-timer. You're going to go from... Goldberg to Cena. Cena. Yeah. So the belt's going to be essentially MIA realistically until SummerSlam again. That's basically what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. When they, when when, so, when when SmackDown's so, supposed to be your A show, your belt should be on that show all the time. No. Your A show 
is NXT. I understand. But where, no, 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 where's, no, the money, where's the money coming in from? Who, who's, who's giving Raw and you, SmackDown. From SmackDown, from Fox. Okay. That's where the money's coming so, in from. So that's your A show, even though it's not being yes, booked as your Yes, but they also show. want huge names. They want Go- They want Bill Goldberg. They want John Cena. Okay. So just bring back The Rock and have him being at SummerSlam. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, Fuck it, why not? Oh, man. I wouldn't care. I would care. Um, but no. So... <sighs> I, I like it. I do. I'm just... I'm, so, I'm still reeling from t- this. Tell me this. 2000, late 2017, early 2018. Brock Lesnar was your Universal Champion. Yep. When he won that belt from Bill Goldberg at WrestleMania 33 to the time he dropped that belt, I think he defended it like eight times. Yeah, but I see, I didn't have a problem with that. So, what's the problem with... There's, there are... There's one pay-per-view, and it's in like three weeks at Elimination Chamber. They're not going to build to a Bill Goldberg match no, in three weeks. I'm not asking you to build to a Goldberg match So what's weeks. the problem with him just showing up and talking and promos to build this match? And then when John Cena wins the belt, he'll actually defend the belt a couple times on SmackDown TV. I don't think he will. I think a hell lot he will. Really? Because really? it's so John when, Cena. So, when, so when's he going to have time to do this when he's doing all his promotional tours for Fast 9? John Cena will find time. John Cena has always fell on time. I know he has. John Cena's home is the WWE. He said this thousands of times. Okay. I understand all that. But he's still going to be a part-time champion. But he's going to be less part-time than Brock Lesnar is. He's no, gonna he's be, not. He's no, going to be less part-time than Bill Goldberg is. Well, Bill Goldberg's only got to hold the belt for six weeks. Yeah. You can't have Goldberg hold the belt any longer than six weeks. Because the last time we won the belt was at Elimination Chamber 2018 or 2017. Was it Elimination Chamber? It no. Mm, or was it Rumble? He held it for he held it from the, month one or two of the year to Mania, and then dropped it to Lesnar yeah. and was gone. Yeah. So he won the belt here. He's gonna hold it for two months, and then it'll be gone. Okay. Six weeks. All right. I mean, actually, five weeks and three days. Okay. 30, Thirty-five days. All right. 38. 38 days. Doesn't anyway. matter. It just blows my mind. What, just out of curiosity, what did he get for a grade? Um, I think that got a D plus from CBS Sports. <laughs> God. I don't think any match got higher than a B plus on this. And the B plus match was the SmackDown tag match. Yeah, which was really good. Yeah. <sighs> I think we've gone from a very, very high to a very, very low real quickly. Yeah. So, we're going to end this episode off here. If you guys, please, we're begging you, give us your suggestions, give us your comments, your questions. Let us know your input about Super Showdown. Because you can tell we're both pissed off about this show. Let me know what you guys think of the possibility of what they're doing with The Fiend. I mean, these glitches may have... Like, I think the glitches have something to do with the Firefly Funhouse... I think they have something to do with Killer Cross, most most well most ru- notably. Rumor is that Killer Cross isn't even going to the performance center; he's coming straight up to SmackDown or Raw. Yeah, I could see that. So, I mean, he he's seasoned. There's no need for him to go anywhere. No, he's been in TNA for years. Yeah. Anyway, obviously, go follow us over on social media. We're posting there daily now. Yep. Um, uh, quick hits about what's going on in the world of wrestling and sports, as well as a suggestion. Uh, media suggestion of the day. Yep. Um, 
obviously. Uh, you uh, you had today's. So. Yes, yeah. Shadows Fall, The Art of Balance. Uh, good album to listen to if you guys are into Massachusetts Metalcore. Very definitely, good album. Definitely need to listen to this after this, yeah, that after this well, show. No, I've been listening to it all day. I mean, except for when my kids are in the car. When my kids are in the car, we listen to a little bit of uh, Weezer because that's what, kind of what they're into right now. Yeah. But as a plug, tomorrow, Five Finger Death Punch drops a new album, F8. Guess what's not going to be tomorrow's uh, album of the day? Nope. Because I have control. Yes, you do. And I don't know who. Wait. Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought I just got. I got just got really excited because I thought uh, Downswing was dropping the new album tomorrow. Uh, okay. but that's for like another two weeks or so. Uh, anyway, uh, obviously follow us over on Facebook and twi- uh, Instagram. Um, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, share the show. Follow share the show. Share the shit out of the show. Yeah, definitely. Because this is this has been our longest episode since coming while. back. Yeah, it's been a while since we had an um, episode like this. So, but this, we, hey, we needed it. Oh well, we didn't need what the what happened. Yeah, sorry, I'm I cursed a few times in this episode. Oh, so I, did I. I, but I we, know we but put a we put I a know, I put a disclaimer, but it's 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 just not okay. I shouldn't be cursing, especially because my kids listen. So yeah, because the little doinks out there listen, and their little classmate doinks listen, and stuff like that. So I got to be careful with what I say. Anyway. We're going to get out of here before we uh, ramble on ramble on, and lose our minds a little bit more. Yep. So this has been a Double Doink production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. <laughs>